This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. We're going to have an exciting show on today. We're going to be talking about something that's probably one of the most special things in the history, and maybe the most special thing in the history of this country, is the Constitution. And we have Constitution Day coming up this Friday, the 17th. And we're going to have a special thing going on up there at the courthouse and the attention is going to be brought to everybody by the ringing of the bell at the courthouse for the first time in a long long time that's happened and uh, we need that done um the dar has been one of the more um patriotic organization if not the most patriotic Thank you. Organization, um, uh, Felicia, you you uh, you brought, you brought Felicia with you, mm. Felicia Higgs, Thanks. and I don't think I've met you before, have I, Felicia? Uh, no, sir, I don't think so. Uh, how did I miss you? <laughs> um, Good question. I tend to stay under the radar if I can. So. I don't believe that. Um, You're not staying under the radar. Lila asked me to be here today, and I'm here to. Support her and and uh, encourage her and make sure. I'm we glad have you're here, but Lila needs no support whatsoever. <laughs> um, uh, sweet. Every time she's on, she uh, I have to look at her. She just keeps on going and going, going, which is great. The, uh, the representative of something that's so important as the DAR. Um, that's pretty special, Lila, Lila Beasley, and. Um, Tell me a little bit about Constitution Day. Uh, okay. When did it really start, okay. when they started celebrating Well, of course, I celebrated that day that the Constitution, yeah, was, yeah. you know, and that's where the bell ring yeah. comes in. Ah. Um, but actually, DAR, the National Association of DAR, takes credit for this mm -hmm. because um, in 1955, the National Society petitioned the U.S. Congress to approve an official annual celebration of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. So there was not an annual celebration nationwide until until 1955 when mm -hmm. they petitioned. And then the following year, on August the 2nd, 1956, President Eisenhower declared that every September 17th thereafter would mark the beginning of a week-long celebration. Mm -hmm. So it's always September 17th or the 23rd, regardless of the days of the week that falls on. Yeah. So this week, it just happened, this year, it just happens to be on a Friday, uh, which is conducive to us being together on the courthouse and 
lawn and, and ringing the bells, and we're real excited and thank uh, Mayor Ketron for making that possible for us. And um, we think it's going to be an event to remember. And the SAR, Sons of the American Revolution, are also their color guard is going to be joining us as well. Mm -hmm. And they always add a lot to the. Now, will, the, will there be uh, speakers? that day we're going to do the program ourselves okay um and sort of tell we're not going to read the constitutional parts of it per se because that tends to be a little boring we like to give facts and have a little interaction among the crowd and there'll be a little music and you know ringing of the bells and of course a presentation of the colors and um, just a patriotic event we do suggest that if you come you bring a lawn chair because mm -hmm. there's no seating at the court very few yeah. very little seating at the courthouse lawn so bring a lawn chair and and just come join us. We're going to give a copy of the Constitution to everyone who attends. Mm -hmm. And hope they will read it if they haven't already. Well, I'm definitely going to be there. Well, we and I that. don't I don't want to miss the ringing of the bell at all. <laughs> and when when the bell rings, the number one thing I think of is the veterans that have made our freedom possible here. Yes. And we will from, recognize from the them. very beginning to 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 today's date and we will recognize any veterans that happen to be there um i want to sort of very off from that just a little bit to thank you for supporting our raise across america event that we had on august the 26th and you allowed us to come and publicize that through your show and that was a very successful event one Great. of the hottest days we have ever had we'll never forget how hot <laughs> that was um but 106 people actually toured the event yeah. and there were 11 vietnam veterans who went through and the reads across america guide stopped 11 times mm -hmm. and had a little ceremony and presented each vietnam veteran with a welcome home pen and we had a little uh very inspirational and inspiring in fact it was emotional um i saw that 11 times throughout the day because he would come get me every time a vietnam veteran came through and I mean, it just you teared up every time. Mm -hmm. And they they each had a story. It was a little different. Um, it stood out to me how young they were when, oh. they, were, when they were in Vietnam. Now you're talking about uh, late teens, and yes. a lot of them were in their early twenties. There there was one that said he was 23, and he was one of the oldest in his. And I don't know what what name of the group, platoon mm -hmm. or unit or whatever, but he yeah. was one of the older ones in that group we lost uh, murfreesboro lost a number mm -hmm. of young people during that time and um the ones that i that i went to school with and and then their uh parents uh, a number of them were only children in their um, yes. um families and the impact it made on their families because that's all there was uh, left and um it, when they have the flag day, I always make sure that I put a flag in their memory because um, that's a uh, uh, people don't realize what an impact it is to lose those people that are so young and uh, just getting ready for life, you might say. I think one thing that made it so emotional that day was because they recounted when they returned home mm -hmm. and they were not welcome. Yeah. And one told the story of um, when he flew back into San Francisco, is where he went 
two mm-hmm. first, and he changed clothes into civilian clothes on the plane. Mm. And then when he got off the plane, he threw his duffel bag with all his into the ocean mm. and to be no more. Uh, and that's how he felt. You know, he was just not welcomed. And a lot of a lot of people, a lot of Vietnam veterans will not even accept recognition now because that memory is so harsh. So they, you know, they just want to forget it all. The 1960s were um, a very negative time for the veterans that we had. And uh, the people that were protesting during that time, I was so angry with them, and I I still do not have any fond memories of them at all. It it was a bad time for this country. Well, well, I graduated in 68, and I can remember from like 7th or 8th grade on how the guys knew. They just knew they were going to have to go, Mm -hmm. you know. or felt like they would have to go, and it just it it overshadowed everything that we did. Yeah, as our teenage in our teenage years. But I don't want to talk about that the whole time. We'll but one talk. more thing about okay. that. Okay. Um, because of the way that people reacted, the draft is one of the worst things they ever did getting rid of, because it's like uh, uh, Israel and. Mm-hmm. A lot of other places, they want to. You want to be able to show some type of responsibility for this country that has has been so good to you. So they train them, and it gives people an opportunity to be with uh, guys their age that uh, um, are not familiar with other parts of this country. Mm-hmm. And and they got they became friends. All ethnic groups were there, mm-hmm. uh, and that you understood how each one felt, and you became friends with them. And uh, it made a major difference in the relationships in this country. And when they did away with the draft, we lost a lot of that. So maybe one day we'll bring that back. Because I know when I went in, it was just. Um, I learned so much from each individual and became friends with with most of them, which uh, when you have that opportunity, that's a blessing. It really is. You know, you remember days uh, that stood out in your life. And, of course, we we celebrated and didn't celebrate but honored one of those days this weekend. But when I was a freshman in college, and they had... Uh, they pulled the birthdays mm-hmm. to see who's, what your draft number was. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day so well. Like I remember being in calculus class and everybody had the radio Terrible on. Terrible class. Had the radio <laughs> on. And, all the, you know, we were all listening to, mm-hmm. to what, which birthday was pulled when. It, that was a, it was a I got my day. draft notice. The day that John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I sure did. November 1963. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk about Constitution Week too much, I want you to ask Felicia about where she was Saturday and what that commemorative event. And we're going to try to get one of those here in Murfreesboro. Um, I was in Elizabethan at Sycamore Shoals.
State Historic Site, mm -hmm. the Tennessee Society Daughters of the American Revolution, mm -hmm. um, had a dedication for a marker, uh, the America 250 uh, Patriots marker uh, was placed at Sycamore Shoals. Um, our state region is from East Tennessee, mm -hmm. Kingsport. And so I was in Elizabethan with, uh, I think, actually all of our state officers. I think they were in the picture. Uh, along with the SAR. And uh, we dedicated that marker. And uh, I laid a wreath at the marker. And uh, it's a beautiful area just right there by the river. And um, just uh, the 250th anniversary of our country will be here before we know yeah, it. 2026. And uh, so that was the first marker. Is it going to be that long? 2026. Uh, 20, yeah. I'll never make that. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, good God. Well, it's yeah. less than five years. but uh, So our next state regent will dedicate a marker somewhere in Middle Tennessee right. during her administration. And then uh, her successor will dedicate one in West Tennessee to commemorate mm -hmm. the uh, 250th anniversary. So well, we hope to put one here in Rutherford County. That's, That's one, what, of, yeah. one of my goals is while I'm regent, if we can get that started and hopefully place one of those. Rutherford County is one of, the, one of the more patriotic areas well, in the country. Well, it is. And, of course, that was our first capital. It's the very center of the state. I just yeah. think, I think we need one here. Yeah. Tom. That was a question on Jeopardy the other day. What? What was, what was the first capital of, of Tennessee? Oh, really? Yeah. So was that the only question you could answer that day? Or did you know? <laughs> you're pretty sharp. You you probably can answer all that. Oh, you just dug me, and now you're trying to get out of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Well, I will listen to that, and I sometimes can't answer anything. Um, I thought one of the first things I'd do is to read the preamble. Is that okay yeah, with you? Yeah, sure. Okay. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. You know, we used to have to say that, I think it was in the seventh grade, we had memorized it. Okay, yeah. I, I hope they still do that. Well, actually, um, the fourth grade, the eighth grade, and the eleventh grade are where the Constitution is taught in, in their American history classes. And I will say this, let me see, it is any school that receives federal funds, which mm -hmm. is any public school, is required to have a program or to do something on, on Constitution Day to acknowledge. And we try to help that. Uh, we have, as a chapter, assembled trifles, um, mm -hmm. flyers, puzzles, and we deliver those to over 30 schools. There are two other chapters in, in Rutherford County, so we don't do go to every school, mm -hmm. but we divide those up. But we, we have 30 schools, including private schools and, and, and homeschool. And so we, we did our part about making sure that the schools had something equipped um, to allow them to do that, mm -hmm. to make it easy on them. Because they, they have a lot to do. Schools are inundated with everything they have to do these days and it's hard so we just try to help that's that's one thing that we should never step back from though is, is the history of this country mm -hmm. and how we got to be where we are today and a lot of times uh, unfortunately um, 
a lot of that's forgotten. And you know something, um, when I was watching a baseball game in New York uh, between the Yankees and the Mets, uh, they remembered 9-11. And there was so, there was so much of a terrific response from all the people that were fans. It was packed, and uh, they had, uh, and, and in, in other cases, they had the uh, victims' uh, family would read their names and go all the way down the line. The ones that had uh, perished during that particular tragic event. And um, it was it, it just really it was almost like when it happened after it happened and everybody just came together and the thing that bothers me is uh, uh, we seem to forget those things and uh, I was w w watching and all the uh, uh, emergency service people that had died during that. Uh, particular thing, people were, you know, very emotional, and with what had happened and what was going on. But where have they been the last 20 years, when people have turned on emergency service people, especially the law enforcement mm -hmm. people? Um, and New York was one of the worst areas. Yes. And how in the world can they just make an about face turn? when they need to be doing that every day. Well, we do have a short memory yeah. for things like that, and that's why we take it upon ourselves as DAR members to every year commemorate things that in our history. Yeah, it needs to be done. Yes. And you, and know, you guys are, are right at, at the forefront of it all. Well, uh, that's one of our missions. Yeah. Uh, historic preservation, education, education and patriotism. Yeah. Those three things are our major emphases. And so um, I don't know. Once you get into it and get involved in it, you, you don't. You f I feel just like you do. How can I don't understand why everybody is not as enthusiastic about it as I am. Yeah. But you have to stay, you have to stay connected and you have to daily make yourself aware of what we need to do as a country in order to maintain this. And our Constitution is the document that gives us freedom. Can you imagine the minds of those people in the early part of our country setting this country up to be the greatest country in the world? I hope forever. Forever. Because with, I, I, I will put a prayer in most nights. And I, I ask the Lord to, to keep our country as the beacon of the world and the one that will reach out when things go awry, we're, we've always been the one to go out and help other areas. Well, and our founding fathers, in, in their memoirs and uh, letters that we have written and, and books that they have, you know, they give, they say definitely divine providence yeah. is what, what brought this about. Mm -hmm. They take very little credit. And, and they didn't do anything for power. It was all they were willing to sacrifice their lives, but their fortunes. A lot of people who were founding fathers that were wealthy mm -hmm. ended up paupers because they gave it all, mm -hmm. all they had to the war. 
And they yeah. weren't perfect people. No. But I'll but be the first to tell you. Yeah. And and it's a shame that a lot of people want us to forget all those great things that they did, tear down their statues and all those things. They were, they were not perfect, but what they did for this country and for the future of this country was just, it's almost indescribable. What they did allows us to walk around today free. Yeah. And, and worship free. Yeah. And, or not worship free. Uh, I mean, it just, I, I don't know, I can't. I can't fathom people who don't appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but we do, and we're going to celebrate that this Friday at 3 o'clock. Bells are going to ring, courthouse, and when you said you, you can't remember the last time the courthouse bell I rang. can't remember it. Well, okay, this is a momentous occasion. <laughs> we didn't know we were going to be quite so. I hope that the people in downtown Murfreesboro, especially when they hear that bell start ringing, for the, for them to come out and thank the good Lord that we are where we are right now. One thing we're going to need, I'm just going to put in a plug here, Friday, anytime we've had anything at the courthouse, we don't have any kind of sound system. Hmm. So I feel like the only people that hear what we're doing, of course, they're going to hear the bells, yeah. but the only people that hear what we're doing are those are just gathered right there around us and sometimes mm -hmm. it's our last time we tried to put it on facebook live and it just didn't you couldn't hear it well enough mm -hmm. so if anybody's listening that can help us with some sort of sound system it doesn't have to be anything elaborate karen didn't say anything to our mayor uh, well i did, don't know about that but i think that can well, yeah, so I'll just put a plug I, in I know right they, I, they, I know they would be more than happy, and they have tech people there at the courthouse. Okay. So, um, you when at, I leave here, I'll call. Yeah, <laughs> Felicia, we're going to call. Yeah. Okay. Or just go by and, and stop by and see them. Okay. okay. Uh, e either uh, Bill or or Steve, Steve okay. Sandlin, one yeah. of the two. Yeah. And uh, they would be more than happy to do it. Okay. I, I, I can honestly say that they would do it. Okay. Yeah. Because Truman said they would. Yeah. Um, Truman, I gave you a copy of the Constitution, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that's not the first time you have had a copy of the Constitution. No. You probably have read it more than most, um, but everyone will get one Friday. You know, the, the, the biggest problem with this one, I can't read small print. <laughs> Oh, okay. My eyes are gone, honey. I but I am going to have surgery in October um, so I can see again. I will make a note of that. Next year we need large print constitutions to hand out to our generation. Yep. <laughs> I'll agree with you on that. Uh, we are going to have a program that we will be doing ourselves and, and explaining why uh, the Constitution and what we did before we had the Constitution, you know, it wasn't just immediately after the Revolutionary War that we had a Constitution. For 12 years after the Declaration of Independence, we uh, were governed by Articles of Confederation. Mm -hmm. And when the Founding Fathers met at the Constitutional Convention, their main goal that at that time was to amend the Articles of Confederation to just go forward, mm -hmm. and it did take them long to figure out that was not going to happen. It was going to have to be a new, a new document. Isn't that amazing? It is. You have all those people from different sections of the Northeast, mm -hmm. primarily, and uh, they're trying to set up a brand new government 
and what what kind of history would they have to go back on uh, England and some some of the others but uh, when when you look at it and, and you see what they many of them accomplished after uh, the country was uh, put in place and settled and, and think of George Washington uh, they wanted him to be the head and there would be a possible or like a king would be put in and he said no mm -hmm. he said we do not need something like that and you think about all the the opportunities that he had to be the supreme ruler you might say and he saw what would happen mm -hmm. before they actually uh, uh, accepted that title and the years that that individual would serve. But you know, our founding fathers were classically educated. Mm -hmm. And so they had been trained in world history back from the beginning mm -hmm. ex extensively. And so they knew Especially what worked. Jefferson. Right. They knew what worked in the past and mm -hmm. what didn't work in the past. And they knew through divine providence, as I mm -hmm. give credit for it, what needed to be added. And, you know, we still, we have the longest uh, living constitution government in history. Yeah. And one thing that makes it so great is it is a living document. It can be changed. We only have one weakness. What's that? The people. The people. Yeah. But it's a government of the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a caller on the line. Caller, welcome aboard. How did you read my mind? <laughs> How did you beat me to the, to the, you beat me to it. How did you read my mind? Good morning, Casey. Said, Good morning. You know what? You said the people. Because you all know what? One of the biggest problems we have still have in, um, in the world is 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. And the word, I hate to use this word, it's called racism and love. That's two words. You all ever, did anybody feel me out there? Yeah, oh, yes. See, we, we'll, we'll say this word in a minute. Oh, I love you. See, saying it and doing it is two different things. Yeah. Talk to me, somebody. You're See, right. It's easy to say. We need to walk it, America. See, we say we're God's country. Why are we so violent? I'm talking to everybody. And you all know, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Practice what we speak, not just preach. Practice what we preach. Ooh. See, talk is easy. Uh-oh. Do anybody out there feel me this morning? I think uh, most uh, people do, Casey. Woo! Sometimes. Mm, mm. You know, you know what? One thing you can't do is you can't fake love. No. Uh-uh. No. You can't, you can't fake that. People will know. You'll know if it's real or not. 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. And marriage. Oh, did I say marriage? <laughs> oh, don't get out on that table, Truman. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? We, no, we, exactly. We, we, you know, it's easy to talk a good game. 
I, I, I love you. Okay, if you love me, then why do I have to sleep on the street? Uh-oh. Anybody feel me? You why don't, do sl- so many you don't sleep on the street. You're out there playing your guitar. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> oh, and then, oh, you mentioned guitar. Why do uh, so many good people that play music have to charge for everything they do? Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm talking directly to the musicians now. Yeah. Yeah, every time you pick one out, pull it out of the case, you have to charge people for it when God gave you the talent. Yeah. Y'all have a good day. You too, Casey. I'm Take listening, care. So I appreciate you, sir. Yes, sir. We were talking about the Articles of Confederation, and it was so weak, they even called it, they themselves called it a rope of sand. It just didn't. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, because I I don't want to interrupt you while that's going on. That sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Walmsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. Hey, fellas, it's Scott. I want to encourage you to make your health a priority. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They're one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have a lack of motivation and drive, or have noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. To schedule your health assessment, go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey, honey, got the 70-inch flat screen mounted. Come take a look. Uh, why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. <sighs> you sure about that? Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We recently talked to a world-renowned gemologist. Hmm, the optic character of this ruby is brilliant. And the refractive index on this sapphire is simply superb. And judging by the writing on the top of this diamond, I'd say that it could be worth up to $500,000. I'll give it a scratch just to make sure. We've got ourselves a real gem here. Take it from the experts. The new September Instant Games are truly brilliant. See for yourself. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. 
Please play responsibly. Michael DeLeon with Steered Straight Thrift Stores. It's a nonprofit thrift store. We take donations. Your donations, support, and purchases help educate youth on the choices and consequences of drugs, bullying, suicide, and other hard topics. Come into our thrift stores, 845 Middle Tennessee and 903 Mercury Boulevard. I'm telling you, you're going to find treasures and you're going to find great deals. So you're going to help us save lives. Michael DeLeon, Steered Straight. You're supporting drug education in schools. I can't emphasize enough it's more important than ever. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A loud crashing sound around 7.30 Saturday night brought police and firefighters to the lofts at Gateway Commons on Libby Deering Place, just off Medical Center Parkway. Police say a third-floor wooden balcony awning fell, landing on the second and first-floor wooden awnings. The only damage was to the awnings. There was no one near the building at the time, so there were no reported injuries. The Rutherford County Sheriff's Office held its annual 9-11 Remembrance Ceremony Friday to honor those lost in the terrorist attacks 20 years ago. The ceremony was held at the 9-11 Memorial, which features a 3,000-pound beam from the World Trade Center that points to New York City. The beam was secured by three columns to represent the firefighters, law enforcement officers, and paramedics who gave their lives on that day. Historic downtown Murfreesboro was the scene of the first annual Travis Mannion 9-11 Heroes Run for more than 600 runners and walkers on Saturday. The 9-11 Heroes Run was inspired by Marine First Lieutenant Travis Mannion, who was killed by a sniper in Iraq on April 2007 as he selflessly protected his battalion. Before his final deployment, Travis visited Rescue One in New York City, famous for losing almost all their men on 9-11, and returned home with a deeper passion about why he was fighting in Iraq. Humphreys County officials have asked for a pause in non-monetary donations. County officials say that they have been overwhelmed with donations and no longer have the space to store them. If you would like to help, you can make a monetary donation by sending money to the Flood Relief Fund at First Federal Bank. The money is being used to help rebuild the community. News on demand 24-7 at our website, WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon, high in the low 90s. Southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 67. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 68. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with us. And Mrs. Beasley is, uh, was 
getting ready to relate some things to us. Yes, about the what the uh, Constitution actually uh, replaced was the Articles of Confederation, and mm -hmm. it was so weak a form of government they they had hoped they could amend it, but they just had to throw it out and start over. And some of the weaknesses were it could not levy taxes. Some of these things we might wish they still could not do, but we know that we have to have that. It could not raise an army, mm -hmm. so we fought the whole Revolutionary War with just people volunteering, and and uh, the government did not really raise the army. We could not negotiate trade and peace agreements, and it could not settle disputes. Mm. And we'll, we'll come back to that in just a minute. Each state had its own laws, its own monetary system, its own militia, and each was jealous of the other. Well, at least that's one thing that didn't change. Well, <laughs> So we became the United States and, mm -hmm. and now have the Constitution, which is the longest living uh, form of government that has ever been. And before that time, in all time, until 1787, no government had allowed the people to rule the land. Mm -hmm. And so that's what makes us so unique. Do you know why um, Delaware is called the first state? I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you know, Felicia? I do not. Well, we're talking about the Constitution, you know. And it didn't just become law that day when, mm -hmm. they, when they signed it. It had to be ratified by nine of the 13 states. Mm -hmm. And Delaware was the first to ratify it. Wow. And so that's why they are the first states. Who was the last? Uh, I can tell you that if you give me a minute. <laughs> uh -huh. I can because I have it. Um, She's got her notes with her. I think I do. I think I do. Ugh. I think it was Rhode Island, but I'm not real sure. I know several of them were followed Delaware pretty closely, but within like months. Mm -hmm. But then it took a few years to get them all done. I'm not finding that right offhand. We weren't that large. Uh, no. They're during the it, first group. Thirteen, no. 13 colonies. Yeah. yeah. And but uh, we talk about it all being from the Northeast, but actually, um, Virginia played a major role because the Virginia. Well, yeah, that's still Northeast to me. Oh, it, well, <laughs> maybe so. I'm not finding that, and I know I have it somewhere. I guess I left it in the car. If you think about it, United States was a perfect term for us because. Uh, well, maybe not as much right now because each state is so different. And when you think about it, we're almost like Europe with each state. Uh, each state could be one of the countries over there because we're so different. And uh, things that uh, uh, actually we're seeing more of the differences in this day and time than we ever have before. Mm -hmm. And it, it's still a very difficult thing to keep them all. Uh, going in the same direction. Uh, it took 10 months for the first nine states to approve. The first was Delaware uh, on December the 7th. So it took took a few months. But, mm -hmm. you know, things moved slowly. We didn't have the Internet then. Yeah. <laughs> and if something moved or was communicated from one place to another, mm -hmm. it was very slow. So actually it happened pretty quickly, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, which I did not answer your question, but I'm going to try to find it. Do you have um, 
a favorite part of the Constitution or a favorite amendment? Um, am I putting you on the spot? Should have told you what I was. Well, I, I I am a an aggressive fella. I'm a warrior, so I want us to be able to keep our weapons. Okay. Uh, that is that is one of the things that they have been attacking. Uh, certain liberal groups have been attacking that for years, and I think it would be one of the more dangerous things that could ever happen to us. You remember when Khrushchev said that they would never attack the United States, and you remember why? He said that they're an armed camp. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it's an army all the way across the United States. But, but he said, we will take you from within. Yeah. And that's what worries me as much as anything right now. Well, and Japan supposedly, maybe this is too political, made the comment after uh, World War II that they couldn't defeat us, you know, militia-wise or, or army-wise or whatever, but they could take us down financially. Yeah. So, and I know that generation, like my dad's generation, the greatest generation, took that very seriously. Yes, they did. So. And, and that was that was part of the the most brutal campaigns was in the South Pacific. Oh yes. That was extremely unbelievable. How. Um, they were almost, uh, we were fighting insanity pretty much during that time. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were w uh, willing to, to die to the last man. And that's one reason I think Harry S. Truman made a wise decision when they dropped the Drop. two bombs. Yes. Yeah. Now that, that's, that changed everything. It wasn't going to end. Yeah. Just fighting. And losing the people that were... In Japan, that, that, that couldn't even come close to how many would have died if it, if it had gone to the final ending of the war. Mm -hmm. they, they wouldn't have been close. Um, that VJ Day, that was in September, was it not? We, I believe so. Uh, we talked about that at our last meeting, that that's... That's a momentous occasion right now in September, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but to answer your question, Rhode Island was the last one. You had it all all the time. Uh, May the 29th. Yeah. Well, you know, they they didn't send any delegates. Uh, of course, we only had to have nine to ratify it, so it was ratified before then. But mm -hmm. It was the last of the 13 original. So Rhode Island could have gone its own different direction if well, they wanted I to. They, I think they saw the light, <laughs> don't you? I think they I did. I mean, we're stronger together. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to your to the Bill of Rights, to the second, um, the right to bear arms, I think a lot of people agree with you mm -hmm. on that. More do than don't. They just don't maybe make that known. But Have you ever seen a media that was so distrust... distrust nobody... nobody um, has a really any competence in the media mm -hmm. today because they've gone to opinions and they and uh, it, it's really not newsworthy people people need to know what the real news is yes. and then they make their own opinions as to the direction of, of the news and uh, it's it's the most destructive uh, 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 
group that I have ever seen since I have, um, of course, you and I go back to when it was just radio. Television has become a, a different type of um, but still, destructive when, item. When I was we were three when we got our first TV. <laughs> I was three. Um, but still, going back to my childhood, we trusted the media. Yeah, sure did. We watched it as a family. Lowell Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and we trusted what they said. And, then, and that's been hard for me. Yeah. Because I grew up with that trust. Yeah. Thinking that what they said was gospel almost but it's yeah. it's not and, no. and it's hard to find the truth you have to dig it's it not out. gospel it's gossip well yes yeah but we we took it as face values what they mm -hmm. said was right and they're turning people against each other i think so too that's a sad sad thing that's happening in our country but the constitution guarantees us freedom of speech mm -hmm. that's one of the things and we don't want to do without that so Everybody has their right to say whatever, but you know that divine providence also gives us uh, discernment mm -hmm. to know what's right and wrong. We know what's right and wrong. Everybody, I think, knows what's right and wrong. They just don't all give in to it. They just, I think there's a voice there. Well, I don't be. think that's true. Well, okay. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. Because when you're getting so much thrown at you, at one different, and the things that they're telling you are not accurate. Um, that that's a hard, hard thing for people to be able to reconstruct what's really going on without being able to utilize the correct information that's going on when it's being clouded so much. Mm -hmm. So I I know people that are friends of mine that that. Uh, are so far t to the left that there, there's really no sanity to it, and uh, but yet they believe it uh, with 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 no argument whatsoever. No question. Yeah. Well, we're not going to take a side. <laughs> Our DAR is not going to take a side. Well, I know you uh, can't, but uh, I can. Well, yes, you can. Um, but anyway, what we're going to do Friday is celebrate the fact that we have freedom and freedom of speech, and um, we can say what we want to say. And I can't wait for Friday to tell well, you the I truth. Well, I appreciate that. You don't know how much I appreciate that. Because that 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 means so much um, to us here. Because we've had so many people that have paid the ultimate price mm -hmm. for us to have these freedoms, and it's an honor to be there and celebrate those particular people, the veterans that have done so much for this country. And you, and you think about World War II, we were not ready for a war in World War II. No. And you think of how it wasn't just the military people who reached out, it was their families that reached out. And then think of how... Uh, we, we put our uh, energies together in this country and supported them in every detail that you can think of. And and that's why Japan pretty much said after they bombed Pearl Harbor, uh, going on 80 years, to be 80 years, the mm -hmm. 7th of, of December, uh, they said that we have awakened a sleeping giant. Mm -hmm. 
And that's exactly what they did because everybody pulled together. It just wasn't one group separately. Well, and everybody pulled together after 9-11. Yeah. Which is the last time that I can remember us as a country pulling together that much. Um, but I still think I still think our unity is there. Yeah. I think when push comes to shove, we're going to be. Well, if we can keep those people trying to tear us apart. Well. And that's exactly what Khrushchev had said. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Felicia, do you have anything to add about our Constitution that's uh, noteworthy? Come on, Alicia, wake up. I'm here. Um, probably just it's the most important legal document ever created. Yes, still. And You're and, right. And ever, ever will be, in my opinion. Uh, we talked about the first and last state that uh, ratified the Constitution. We had to have nine. New Hampshire was the ninth. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones that put us over the hump and put the Constitution into effect. We talked about that um, they could not settle disputes. The Articles of Confederation could not settle disputes. And of course, we have checks and balances in the Constitution. And a big part of that is the Supreme Court where they hear. And uh, reading last night about the Supreme Court, the first year, they did not hear a case. There was nothing. They did not hear a case. They didn't really even have, they met in a, just a small hotel room or something. Mm -hmm. And But something that was started at that time, and I'm not sure if they still do it or not, and you probably know, Truman, before uh, they convene, mm -hmm. they, the, the justices walk around and each shakes hands with the other. Mm -hmm. And that is just to signify that we may disagree on opinions, but we're all here for the common good. And so we're going to come to to a consensus, hopefully. Uh, it's, it's become a war trying to get them not only nominated, but actually confirmed. confirmed. That, that, that has become a, a, a real... A major problem. It's a divisive but, issue, but, just but like everything else. The, the yeah. thing that's so uh, open to me as far as what happens afterwards is that maybe the um, ruling uh, body has somebody that they have in mind to go along with their per their particular ways of dealing with things, their opinions. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't always, in fact, it rarely works out. If you think of Warren, Warren was supposed to be a very conservative Supreme Court justice. Guess what? He turned very, very liberal. And it's not an unusual thing. So, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, um, you, you can have a major war over which one you're going to be able to select. And then all of a sudden, it just doesn't seem to go that way. But it's, it's, it's very different because I think the Supreme Court justices in these days um, are, are influenced by more by what's going on in the news than they are in staying within the guidelines of the legal system or the way it's set up. Um, are we almost out of time? I want to. I love to do this when y'all, because I know y'all can't comment on it. It just tickles me to death. I know we can't comment on that, <laughs> but I, I would like to end with this little. What thing. makes you think we're ready to well, end? Well, if we're not, we'll keep going. Okay. Uh, 
The delegates certainly represented the interest of their respective states and the people who sent them. Mm -hmm. Yet they did not attempt to establish a government that would serve only their own personal self-interest. They were statesmen in the true sense of the word. And I just think we have to rely on that. We have to be remembered, uh, reminded of that often. Uh, what they did should be our example. Mm -hmm. And I, I think um, that's why it's so important that we study the Constitution, not just the Constitution itself, but the people who wrote it and their motives and why they did what they did and the fact that it's still a living document. And I mean, no other country in the world can celebrate that. We are the only ones. And so I hope Friday is a, a big day for us here. In oh, County. I think so. And I hope all of those people that are moving here from New York and California into Middle Tennessee, uh, I, I hope they, they uh, learn from Tennesseans what this country is all about. Well, uh, I think this is interesting. We have a, a new member, a fairly new member in our chapter um, from California. She transferred here from California. Mm -hmm. And... Um, there was a comment made, you know, just jokingly about being from California. And she explained to us that the California that the media presents to us is not the majority of California. Oh, really? Why are they electing uh, well, all of these illegal well, people? That's where the concentrated population is. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what happens when that's the case. But... Um, it seems yeah. like all major yeah. cities seem to be going in that direction. Well, again, I can't comment on that. I hope we, I just hope we pull together as a, as a United States. And if we can stop being selfish and having our own agendas and what's for the better of the country, just like the guys who wrote the Constitution, then I think we will survive. And that's what we, we we're going to have to survive, not only for our country, but for the world. world the world the world depends on us, and yeah. the world looks to us for that. Yeah. And, and our Constitution has been used as a guide um, to form many other governments. Now, it's not been quite as successful as here, but um, it is still a guide. And in our, our churches, everybody has the freedom of, of mm -hmm. attending those particular churches, no matter what your particular... Uh, goal is but uh i think that's uh, that's been our strength we've always respected each other no matter mm -hmm. uh, which particular uh, church that you attend and I, I think that's a big big thing and of course here in in tennessee we're the, uh, the bible belt <laughs> oh, of the yes, world yes. yeah which I, I think is, is is very special i've always counted that one of my blessings yeah i was born here and raised here and decided to stay here and want my family to be it brings you all together in a very positive way mm -hmm. and uh, nothing makes you feel better than being in church and uh, another thing is being able at the end of the day t to g give out your particular prayers that that are mm -hmm. the things that are bothering you the most or the, the ones that are bothering other people mm -hmm. and you want to always reach out to them because mm -hmm. uh, um, it's, it's, it's not a life is not an easy thing to go through no it's not it, it's, it's the it, hardest thing you'll ever do <laughs> yes it is oh. well 
anything else? I think that pretty much covers what we would like to talk about. Felicia, you have anything else? We're hoping for a great crowd Friday. Yes. 2.30, 2.45. Bells will be ringing you at 3 o'clock. Do you want them to start arriving around 2.30? That would be great. Uh, we want to ring the bells at 3 o'clock. Uh, right on the button. Yeah. It's 4 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time, officially marks the ringing of the bells across America. That's going to be perfect. And they're going to ring from coast to coast somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. I hope, be I hope the square is just absolutely packed for miles and miles. <laughs> and and, and to, to listen to that happen, I mean, I can't wait. I, I, usually during the week this time of year, I can't wait till the UT football game, <laughs> took it, the kickoff. Mm. This is more important. I, I can't wait. Well, I would hope so. Yes, uh, yeah. it's much more important. Much more important. Yeah. We wouldn't have UT football if we didn't have Constitution. I can tell you that. Yeah, and 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 let's let this be a day then we all just get together and love each other and celebrate all the many wonderful things and the, all the many wonderful people that made this possible, and, and, and this is special. And I do appreciate the DAR, as I've told you many times. Uh, you've got a very, very special group and very, very special people that are involved in it. Well, we appreciate you and giving us coverage and getting the word out that we're oh. going to be there. That's a major part of the success of anything we do is getting the word out, and it's hard to do one-on-one. -on -one. Well, how do you put up with me, though, is the biggest problem. <laughs> We suffer I'm not, through it, don't we? I'm not, I'm not easy to get along with. Well. Says every guest that's on the show. Oh, sorry. Oh, shut up, Brian. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, we're through, Brian. All right. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, is The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.